welcome to the Marketing Technology Podcast. News, tools, and tips from marketing technology companies and the marketers using them. Here's Douglas Carr. Welcome, everybody, to the Marketing Tech Blog uh, interview series. Uh, today, I have my good friend. He is my good friend, right? I believe so. <laughs> Jack Lemire is on with, with me today. Jack is, do I pronounce that right? No, not at all. It's actually Klemeyer. It is Klemeyer? But since I'm a guest, I'll let you slip with it this what? time. Should we start over? No, it's good. <laughs> How come you can't have a name like Carr? That's just easy. Well, because I was t- hoping that it would be Doug Ascar, but it's not. It's Doug. There's no ass in Douglas. Yeah, so yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, we all got our cross to bear. It's true. It's true. Uh, some people might disagree with you on that, though, um, sure. on mine. Um, Jack Jack, and I have known each other for uh, probably a decade now. Yeah, yeah. Right about there, I think. Um, yeah. In Indianapolis. And Jack really focuses on uh, helping business leaders in the area um, turn their businesses up a notch. And uh, he does a, a really fascinating thing. He, he runs a mastermind group uh, here in Indianapolis, and he'll do them virtual as well, where he, um, he, he basically brings a bunch of different minds to the table uh, to help solve specific problems with companies. And so uh, imagine just having you know the best coaching team in the world at your service and then having a coach there to make sure that the team does well. Uh, Jack is that coach. Is that a, is that a good description? Wow! Did we get that? Did we get that recorded? <laughs> we got it recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Um, but I was uh, Jack came to the office uh, last week, and we were talking about this whole collaboration thing. And and because I I think there's, um, I think people confuse collaboration with meeting, and um, and so Jack knows this, but you know I'm very. Um, I, I just think uh, the majority of meetings are an absolute waste of time and productivity and everything else. And, I'll, and I don't mean that every meeting has to be like that, but I'll, I'll give an example. You know, I, I worked at large corporations for a long time, and, and a lot of time people would have to make a major decision, and instead of them making the decision, they would hold a meeting. And that way, everybody agreed to the decision, and when it didn't work, their butts were covered. So they were... <laughs> <laughs> they were CYA meetings, um, and and uh, but when they work well and when they work fantastic, uh, is when you're able to collaborate and really uh, get together and and solve problems. And so, since Jack coaches those types of meetings on a daily basis with his clients, uh, I wanted to kind of bring him on board and and talk about you know what what makes a successful collaboration. Uh, and, and, um, and of course I don't want your secret sauce, but, but definitely for companies struggling with meetings and struggling with, you know, creating innovative ideas and solutions, what, how do you, how do you get people to the table and what do you do with them? Wow. So let's start off with an easy question, right? So, um, (laughs) 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 that, well, that. Lots, lots of ways. A lot of times folks are afraid to bring in internal resources together for fear they'll let out something about the company or whatever, and I get that. However, there's people inside the company that are doing stuff um, that are in the operations world or in the sales world or in the marketing world that are experiencing probably one of the reasons why things aren't going like you want them to go. And each person has, has a different vantage point. So you could actually bring an t- internal team together 
um, and, and collaborate and have some ground rules. You know, we, in all my mastermind groups, we sign confidentiality agreements or, or indicate, uh, through online, the virtual ones, we indicate confidentiality. And it's, um, that's really important because what happens, it's kind of like the old commercial, what happens at deer camp stays at deer camp, you know, cause in those, in those meetings, um, the ugly truth may come out and, and the ugly truth can be good, but it could also be bad that, you know, um, I was working with an attorney once and she told her team, she said, look, if we don't get more clients, I, I won't, I'm not going to, I won't be able to pay you guys. Yeah. Well, in her mind, what that meant was you guys go get, go get more clients. Not that we're about to go out of business. What the team uh... heard was we're about to go out of business. Right. So, so then she lost, she had a bunch of turnover. She couldn't figure out why. And, um, so that, that's one area. The other area is to, is to bring it in from outside. Usually it's, it's best outside. Um, because even, even the biggest mistake you can make is to say, well, they don't know anything about my business. That's the best thing. Cause if they don't know anything about your business, they're going to give you perspectives you've never thought of. If you could think of it yourself, you would have already thought of it. So it's not, it, it's, it's usually in that collaborative conversation, um, whatever issues on the table, it's, it's looked at from a bunch of different ways. So, I don't know if I answered your question, but I filled six minutes of time, so uh, I'm not sure which was better. No, that's absolutely perfect because I I, I think that's a focal point. So, you know, if you're in a if you're within a company and you bring a bunch of people to the table, they're all going to be dragging in their preconceived notions and opinions based on their experience, right? Right. Right. And. and- yeah, exactly. And so, so that can really throw things for a loop, and 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 everything can kind of go downhill from there. But when you're bringing in these new faces who don't know the personalities, that don't know the business, that don't know anything about it, those people are able to come in with fresh minds and and listen to the problem, and and get through to a, a solution. Yeah, one of the uh, multinational company, billion dollar a year plus company I worked with. Uh, with my with my training partner Tom Richardson, we do sometimes do a lot of stuff together. And and what they they were this was the senior team, and then the team underneath that we were working with. And um, when the when the when the CEO would call a meeting, they would block out the rest of the day because they never knew how long the meeting was going to take. They never knew what was going to happen. So to your point about those meetings being a waste of time, imagine having all your senior officers in a meeting, and it goes on for four hours. There's no agenda. There's no things that have to get done. And so it, they'd get off in the weeds talking about minutiae stuff that they don't need to talk about. And so once we gave them some ground rules, right, have an agenda, have a time frame, we're going to, you know, we're going to be here for 40 minutes and we're done. Well, then that sense of urgency, that's that sense of time frame keeps everybody kind of focused because you got to have something to keep focused because tangents will happen. Sometimes tangents are good. Sometimes tangents aren't so good, but, um, but you know, the, in that, in that place, meetings started becoming half hour meetings and their productivity increased. Their, you know, all levels of performance increased from the senior team down because now when we had a meeting, we knew 30, we got 30 minutes, let's get this done. And it made a huge difference. Now, you know, mastermind, usually when my masterminds, you know, anywhere from um, two and a half to three hours, that's live ones, virtuals or um, 90 minutes to two hours. And um, so we, they know what the time frame is, but we go around and, and figure out, you know, who needs what. What, what issues do they bring to the table? That's the hardest thing to have happen, Doug, is to have somebody, I'll say, okay, who's got something they want the, the group to work on with them? And, and people are really reticent. They're really reluctant to say, well, this or that. You know, Usually it comes out in conversation, but 
um, the groups are starting to learn, and it's probably my fault of asking the wrong question, but they're starting, they're starting to get more brave about what they bring to the table. Looks like you already visited at home this spring. The patio looks great, but why the makeover? Because we're hosting the block party, because Sunday dinner's moved outdoors, because, oh, Hunter's graduation and Emily's baby shower, and because sometimes I can just sit back and enjoy it. Explore At Home's expanded selection of patio decor, like cushions starting at $9.99 and garden themes from modern to coastal. At Home, the home decor superstore. Any style, any budget, any reason to redecorate. Visit one of our three Austin-area at-home superstores today. Are you a marketing technology company looking to increase your market share? Contact Doug and his team at DK New Media for information on their public relations, search engine marketing, and content strategies, including a dedicated show on this podcast. Email info at dknewmedia.com. And how, how long does it take someone to kind of break open to that? Is it, you know, they sit and they watch a you know, they watch you kind of break through with an answer for one client and they, they think, Ooh, that's pretty cool. I want yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah, they do. That's exactly right. So, um, and it's, and you know, it, sometimes I, I jump into coach mode, but mostly, um, I'm letting the different perspectives and then sometimes I'll summarize what was said or I'll ask them, okay, we've had a conversation here. What did you glean from that conversation? You know? And so they'll tell us what the highlights were, then the next question, I think, which is the most important question, is um, what are you going to do about it? What are your action steps? And then we, the group holds them accountable for next time. You know, so, nice. Yeah. And and do do people subscribe to this? Is it is it you know you you um, get people signed up for one year of Mastermind or something like that? Or yeah, right. Yeah, right. Nice, right. Mm-hmm. nice. And now now you hold those both regionally um, in and around Indianapolis, uh, but you you also do virtual mastermind yeah. events as well right and we get on a conference line or bridge line if you will we could do a google um i've tried to do a google hangout but the that was early on when google hangouts were coming around and there it, it was it was lumpy then and i just haven't gone back to it but usually it's uh we do a skype call or we'll do um a conference line and then um, i keep track of who's talking how much time they've had so i'm kind of the traffic cop if you will on that whole thing nice yeah. Well, you know, you hit on some some major things. I, I worked for a company uh, back east, um, Landmark Communications, and and they were pretty. I, I think they were really advanced at the time when they were talking about. Um, you know, we did um, we did management. You know, basically by peers, and my job was was to be a coach. It wasn't to be a boss there, and yeah. so so meetings were everything, right? Everything got decided in meetings. Um, but in order to not get, you know, meeting atrophy or whatever, one of the things that we did in there was we had three different positions. Um, one was a timekeeper. Um, yep. And you just talked about that, making sure that people, you know, don't u- utilize too much time. And so, you know, on our agenda, if we were going to walk through six minutes, it was the timekeeper that got to say time's up, you know. Yeah, right. And then, and then we had a gatekeeper. Um, the gatekeeper basically kept us on topic and that's what you're doing as well. You're, you're basically taking people and saying, Hey, we're kind of straying off. Um, you know, let's get back on, on track here. And then the last one, which I I think is so important was the scribe. And that was the person that was writing it down again. That's you. You're, you're all three of these people, but, but the most important thing of every meeting was walking away with an action plan of who, what, and when, 
Yeah. And with when being the most important, right? <laughs> well, it is right. You know, like this morning we had a mastermind, a live one this morning. And, um, and so when you join my masterminds, we have a book of the month club. So we, um, we give you a book or a book that I'm either I'm reading or I've read that I find value in. So last month's book was um, The Slide Edge. And a great book. If you haven't read it, you should you should read it. But um, so one of the participants today said, I'm a little tired today. And somebody else asked why. And they said, well, I was reading the book last night. You know, so it, it's what always amazes me is on the day of the mastermind, the day before, probably anywhere from 50 to 80 percent of the work gets done. I don't care when it gets done. Right. But it's neat. They've got to come and report on what they got done. So they know uh, when they show up that they're going to somebody's going to ask them, you know, what'd you get done? And if they don't get it, if they don't get it done, then then there's like, well, what got in the way? What happened? You know, and, and so nobody wants to have that conversation. And but sometimes legitimate things happen. You know, I mean, they so, do. So are you telling me that the guys that sit at the head of the table have just as many problems with maintaining accountability at the people at the bottom? <laughs> yeah. I guess that was some of that secret sauce. I think that about that, uh, no, I, I, I think it's, you know, I, I everybody gets has their own priority list. Right. And I often, I often, you know, with my own business where I tend to struggle is, um, you know, there's things that grow my business and there's things that pay the bills of my business. And then there's things that are nice, you know, (laughs) right. And, and what I, what I often notice is the things that, uh, we're getting paid for, wind up overlapping with the fun things and overlapping with the things that actually help us grow. And, and that's, and that's, you know, that's not good. If I'm giving up growth, you know, uh, for dollars, what winds up happening is the dollars just keep shrinking. Right. Well, well, so depending on how you said that, how I took that was fulfilling client work becomes fun, becomes those becomes those things and so if that's happening that's great that that's what we want yeah, yeah that's your, yeah. your sweet spot but if um if if there's a client that is you know we talked last week about you know there's some clients the more you do to try to help them the less they appreciate it yeah and and so there's there are some of those out there and so there, there, that's a boundaries conversation that has to happen about you know all right look here's here's how this is going to work and i've always found that um and i i still i'm still a student still a work in progress but how you onboard somebody is makes all the difference in the world. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think setting those ex- expectations, right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. You know, we, we, we do a lot of work for our clients where it's, you know, we work on it for uh, a couple of days and then we work on another client for a couple of days and another client. And so, um, and then we touch base with the clients once every couple of weeks, but we have clients that sometimes think that, Hey, I'll just give, I'll just give those guys a call. I'll just give those guys a call. I'll just give those guys. Right. <laughs> and so yeah. all of a sudden your, your, you know, your, uh, your contract for $2,000 a month is, um, you know, you're spending $10,000 a month in effort to, right. to, to just keep it up and people get upset and, you know, and well, I thought you were going to take the, yeah. Set yeah. those. Oh, so right. if you set those expectations up front to say, basically, Hey, we're going to have a meeting once every two weeks. Um, here's what's going to happen at that meeting. And that's what we do now. We say, yeah. when someone comes to us with a question, we say, Oh, you know what? I'll add that to the agenda on next meetings on the next meeting. Yeah. And and then at the next meeting, we go down the priority list and say, well, which one's the priority here? And, and usually, you know, all these ad hoc things kind of get lost, you know, and, and the important stuff floats to the top that we work on. Oh yeah. You know, I was working with a client and they were, they were 
they were um, had redone their website, and and so um, she she was stuck because she's like, I don't know what all words to put on here. I mean, and, and it's like it'll never be perfect. You'll yes, always find right. something else. You'll so make a list. And then find out what is the thing. What is there's good grammar. Um, I'm from I'm from Southern Indiana. Uh, find out find out what's important, you know, and, and then put that on the list. And what what I noticed happens to most people, both in my coaching and on the masterminds, is it's not. Um, well, I mean, I'll say it, and then I'll clean it up. So it's not the physical things that impede the pr- progress. It's the it's the rules we set for ourselves. Now when I say it's not the physical things, those things are as physical as a brick wall to some people. Right. Um, you know, the judging, the rules, the, it's gotta be right before I start. It's gotta be perfect. Um, you know, I've got to work 20 hours to be valuable or whatever it is. And it's like, no, it's the value you bring to the hour. It's not the number of hours you work. Right. Um, right. You know, and so how can you bring more value to the hour? And, and so there's, you there, some things will never be done. I mean, you could always go back, you, you know, to any, anything and, and it's fine refinements it, it, that's all but sometimes you just got to go you just got to get it out there you yep. know and that's that's a conversation that sometimes it's a interesting conversations on the pushbacks that i get uh when i hear that thing coming up because sometimes well in my in my very own um participation in a mastermind so i i remember in in um, january of uh 2011 i think it was i said i'm going to start a, a weekly email so I came back in February and I said, I'm going to start a weekly email. And I came back in March and I said, I'm going to start a weekly email. <laughs> and so the mastermind facilitator was a six degree black belt. And there was a guy who's a, um, I don't know what belt he is, but he's, uh, uh, he wins matches, you know, all over the world in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And they said, okay, if you don't have it done, when you come back, we're going to kick your butt. <laughs> and, and, and I could tell they weren't kidding. You yeah. know? So I launched it. And it was over a conversation about how, how do you use hand soap. This is interesting, Doug, and I think you, this is something you need to know because this is very important. Women put soap on their hands first and then put their hands under water. Guys get their hands wet, throw water all over the sink, and then go get the soap. It's very interesting because guys' bathrooms, you know, they're always a mess. Well, that's – and ladies never are. Not that I've ever been in a ladies' bathroom, but they <laughs> – it's just neat. So that whole thing was about what in your business, what are you putting first? You know, are you are you doing things that are making a mess or are you doing things that are being straight? And so from then, it's been um, it's been three years and I've probably missed maybe, I don't know, 10, 12 weeks. But for me, that's a huge accomplishment to be that consistent on something. And that all started in a mastermind that all came from a mastermind. And the first six months, just from reacquainting myself with people, there was about I don't know, forty-eight, fifty thousand dollars of income, and I don't sell them. It's just an informational newsletter, and um, people just contact me and say, "Would you come talk to my people? Would you come work with us? Would you come do this?" And you know, and, and I just tracked it for the first six months. I probably should have tracked it longer, but that all came from a mastermind. The wow. whole thing. You know, wow. The whole thing. So, um, so, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a uh, I don't know what what would I be um, a sales guy for the for mastermind? I just believe in it. <laughs> Infographics and white papers continue to lead search and content strategies throughout the web. DK New Media researches, designs, and promotes the best informational graphic and most well-produced white papers in the industry. Contact Doug and his team at DK New Media for additional information. Email info at dknewmedia.com. Well, I don't know that it, you know, if something really works, I don't know that it requires a... A sales pitch associated with it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Well, what do you what do you think? You know, obviously, um, what you're bringing to the table is you're bringing these experts, you're bringing people with experience, 
Um, are there things that, you know, you watch for that, that can derail these, you know, um, collaboration meetings? Um, yes and no. So it's, it's, if somebody's, um, preaching, not listening, um, you know, I, I, I watch for that and I watch for that in myself too, to make sure. And then it's gotta be, it's gotta be the person that's, so let's say you and I and two or three other people are in a mastermind group. And so, um, if it becomes my agenda for what you need to do, then I'll stop that right now because now it can be my idea for what you need to do, but it can't be my agenda. So Doug, you need to go do this, this, and this. Now, if I've walked in those shoes and I've got the scars to prove it and that kind of stuff, then maybe I can say something like that. But, um, there's a lot of people that'll, that'll give you, they'll, they'll, they'll prescribe without diagnosing. In other words, you know, they'll tell you exactly what they need to do. They've never tried it. They don't know if it'll work. They just, they just have, they're very opinionated. And so it's good learning for them to shut up and listen. <laughs> is that is that exactly how you put it in your meetings? Hey, yeah. shut up and listen. Yeah, sometimes there's an F word in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, so folks. Yeah. Sh- folks. Shut up, folks. Yeah. Friendly people. Yeah. Um, and so, so it's you know, it's I, I'll do what it takes to get the change to happen if if somebody's stuck somewhere. So I'm not conventional. That's all, that's fantastic. <laughs> Um, and, and how can people get a hold of you, Jack? Well, they can uh, go to my website, and that's uh, GYB. has nothing to do with OBGYN, but it's uh, GYB Coaching. So, like green, yellow, blue, coaching.com. They can go there, or they can call me at 317 755 6963 or email me, Jack, at com. That's fantastic. There are just a few more weeks to play the Monopoly Collect to Win game at Randall's. Play now for your chance to win $1 million cash, a vacation home, and instant prizes and offers. Find out more at Randall's. Shop with a remarkable card and get fresh, boneless, skinless chicken breast for just $1.77 a pound. And for a sweet treat, pick up Bluebell ice cream for $3.99 each when you buy two or more. Fresher meats, sweeter deals, bigger savings. Randall's, it's just better. See game rules at playmonopoly.us. Monopoly is a trademark of Hasbro and is used with permission. Jack, Jack, you have always been a, a good friend and, and helped us with our company and, and really appreciate it. And um, I, I can't wait to talk to you the next time. Cool, Doug. Thanks. I really appreciate you letting me be on the show. And thanks, everybody, for acting like you're listening. It's very valuable. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they were all shutting up. Yeah. Did that guy just tell me to shut up? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Doug. Subscribe online at marketingtechblog.com. Subscribe to our email, download our app, or follow us on social media.